Hey, hello, everyone. Good evening. Thanks for joining another episode of my podcast. This is Focus with Kenneth Wright. It's 8.48 p.m. I'm in the city of Lagos. Um, and I'm walking, taking a walk in my garden. Actually, it's not my garden. I like to call it my garden because it just makes me feel good. But this is not actually my garden. It's uh, the estate's uh, recreational center. So I get to take a walk here like at night and just clear my head and put thoughts together. So it's, uh, it's a joy for me because um, I just thought about it. I, I was writing. Uh, I was writing on my phone. I usually write on my phone. So I was writing and there's a lot I really wanted to put in words but you know I put on and type but I just felt like I it would be best if I communicate this you know via this platform I think I just felt like for the message I really want to pass across uh, this is the best platform that I currently have to do that I might do that on other platforms and other and other forms uh, I will but I just want to do this here first so this is the 29th of april and this is 8 49 p.m and i'm doing this all right so welcome to another episode of my podcast once again to the core of what i really want to tell us is the times that we are in are very dangerous times and the bigger reality is beyond the times being dangerous is that you'll have more dangerous people and if you have more dangerous people will have very terrible experiences because people interact with people and people are are, are the instruments used in time to be able to stir up certain emotions and certain realities even in our lives and so without the instrument of a person sometimes you can never feel hate you can never feel love you can never feel these emotions and so people are the, are the instruments by which certain realities are formed in our minds. And so it's important that you understand that your interaction with a person can bring you to the reality of something that you've never experienced before. Some people have ever, ever wondered what suicidal thoughts will be like. And I said, all you just have to do is you know what what it what it will look like or how it will feel like all you just have to do is to open up yourself to someone who is going to lead you to that point when you think of yourself as worthless and you think of yourself as though there's really no need for me in this life or i think it's better i just you know go and die and people lock up themselves in the houses in their houses and go through all of this pain by themselves and it's devastating that one will have to go through all of this and the reason why a lot of people endure the pain is because they've gotten so used to the pain they don't know how to live without the pain it's hard to live without the pain they don't they can't even they can't even f- picture their lives without they've become so addicted to the pain that they can't see a life without it and so the word hope really doesn't make any sense to them 
because all they see around them, as far as they can remember, as far as they can look and project into the future, all that there is, is what they are now. All that there will be is what they are right now. In fact, a lot of times, they shopped the history of good things, of pleasant days, because of where they are right now. And they've muddled themselves, clouded themselves, wrapped themselves in the memory of pain. But they really can't live without it. They've become addicted to the pain. So what do we do in a day like this, in a time like this, in a, in a world like this where when it's as though we're just looking forward to the next thing that will happen? An Instablog and the blogs do us the honor of taking it up. And then we see another person dead, we see another person raped, molested, abused, cheated. And a lot of times we feel so helpless because the only thing we can do about it is just comment on Facebook or on Instagram. Well, I'm here to tell you that For us to be helped a lot of times in a well, as for someone who is out of that situation to come and reach out to us in the situation that we are and draw us from that situation into a point where he is. And I think this is what God has come to do for us. And inviting God into our situation and uh, helping him help us. Giving him the permission to take over is what helps us in that situation. A lot of times we dip down in pain and regret and bitterness. And we need someone who is outside of this world, outside of the limitations of our environment to reach out to us stretch out his hand and draw us from that place of obscurity even to the place of absolute peace I want to encourage each and every one of us listening that a lot is happening and a lot will yet happen But you need power. A power beyond what you have right now. And a power beyond what you can generate all by yourself. You're not helpless. There's a hand stretched out to you. And it's reaching out to you. And I hope you hold it. I hope you allow it to draw you from that place. I hope so. I think it's high time that we acknowledge that we need help. 
And I think this is the foolishness of humanity, thinking that they can handle this themselves. It's the foolishness of any country, of any state, that has been defeated in a war. And another kingdom comes and says, let's help and assist you. Let's help, let's, let's, let's help you. And then all that they do is to say, no, we'll be fine. We'll take it. We're good. We're not good. We need help. And if you don't see it, I think that's a bigger problem. The challenge with pain. Is that once it's experienced, if not well moderated, and if it's not well handled, that experience will be extended to others. Because as the going says, you cannot give what you do not have. What you give is a testimony of what you have. So like I said, a broken world will only produce broken people. And the more broken people that we have, the more broken people will be. It doesn't end with you. Even if you don't interact with the world, you'll have kids. Even if you don't have kids, you'll look at somebody, you'll have to work, you'll have to survive. And the day you decide you don't want to have anything to do with anybody is the day you start thinking society. So the pursuit of man a lot of times lives him because he must interact with another man, another man who's interacted with another man, that man who has also interacted with some man somewhere. And so we just, and so a lot of times, the reality which we live in, it didn't just start in our generation. It's something that was passed from generation to generation. And it takes a man to separate himself and come out from that place and say, my case will be different. And it's not just by declaring your case will be different. It's an active, intentional, deliberate action that you take. Series of steps that you take. In the walk of a new path that will guarantee a different experience. But we expect man to solve a problem that man brought on himself. We expect man to bring a solution to a problem that he himself created. We need the greater one. We need the greater one to step into our situation. We need the greater one to come into our lives. We need the greater one to come into our politics. We need the greater one to come into our industries. We need the greater one to come into our hearts. To take over our hearts. Or else 
We can't help but break other people. I watched a video a few years ago about a man who was caught and um, who was arrested. And the man was shedding tears, saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And it was like, you know, I don't know. And, and I understood. I'm not justifying the foolishness of his actions. I'm justifying the reality of the world that we live in. And deep down, we all struggle with something. We struggle with one situation or the other. And some of us who have been rescued can testify that it wasn't by power, it wasn't by mind. It was by the Spirit. And some of us still going through the process. We understand that if we let go of the Spirit, we are done because by ourselves we've tried many times to stop we've tried many times to help ourselves we've tried many times to change the situation Martin Luther King died Malcolm X died oh (laughs) Nelson Mandela died (laughs) men have laid their lives for justice but it takes more than that. Because after men die, men must leave. And life must go on. And it's what you instilled in the hearts of these men that were alive, that are alive rather, that guarantees the continuance of that very thing for which you died for. Or else you died for nothing. Even after Jesus died, he had built up a company whereby spirit which is the the working what produced the workings here on earth the very same spirit that produced the very things that he did and the level and the heights and the depths in which he walked in the very same spirit that brought about that that change while it was alive that healed blind eyes that projected the thoughts in the mind of God that very same spirit that he promised upon the disciples he promised was going to come because he knew that even his death was nothing without the spirit and so even if we have people that are ready to die for the country even if we have people that are ready to give their lives for the country it will be nothing if we do not have people who are ready to drink from the vessels from the very virtues that made man, that made these men to be who they are. So here it is. You need help. And you need to acknowledge that you need help. I need to acknowledge that I need help. And we need to be humble enough to receive the help. It might not come the way that we want it. It might not come the way that we think about it. It might not come the way that we envision it to come. But I promise you, It will do the work. It will do the work. The guarantee that you're going to extend that very same pain that you feel, that very same 
situation that you've, 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 you've refused to address over the years, the guarantee that you would not be a channel for that very same pain. And this is the challenge. People think, okay, if I was raped, I'm not going to rape another. No, that's not it. Listen, pain is pain. All right? <laughs> pain is pain. As long as you instill pain, it is pain. Heartbreak is heartbreak. It is heartbreak. Some people would not have been heartbroken, would not be as heartbroken if what their husbands did was what their father did or what their mother did. All I'm saying is this, that if you go through pain and if you do not seek for help from the one who has help, who is the present help, who was made for this purpose, because God knew that you needed help, and so he provided help, and that help came in the person of Jesus Christ. If you're not humble enough to accept that you need help. Like the thief on the right hand. Who cried out for help and said, Jesus, I ask one thing. That I be with you. Wherever you're going, I want to go with you. Because I recognize who you are. I recognize that in you is power. I recognize in you is the empowerment to do all that I desire, the good that I desire to do. I really might not be able to do it by myself. And even if I do it by myself, it's too small compared to the evil that is going on around me. And so I just want I just desire that you help me. You lead me in the way. Because you know all things. Tell me my part to play. And heal me of the hurt. Of what I took. Of the world. Heal me of the pain. I pray that God heals each and every one of us. And I pray that we are humble enough to own up to it. That we need help. I pray that we touched beyond what our hands can feel, what our bodies can feel, but that our souls will receive a touch that will instill peace in our spirits and help us to transmit the same to other people. God help us, God save and protect, preserve us in these times. Please remember, you're special to God, you're alive, you're breathing. You might have lost somebody, you might have lost a friend, a family member, a brother, a sister, I don't know, a father, a mother, you might have gone through quite a number of things, a lot. And you're just going through the motions and just trying to see where this leads us. It's a dangerous path 
to tread. Let go. Let go of the hurt and pain. And you cannot let go by just letting go. You have to take on to something. Let go by taking on and holding on to God. And you cannot hold on to God without letting go. <laughs> so for you to let go, you have to hold on to God. But if you have to hold on to God, you have to completely let go. Come down from the pride of mankind where he feels he in himself is a sufficient is, is a sufficiency. Like I like to say, grace will suffice. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope this blesses you. I hope you are hope you're encouraged. And I hope light has come by virtue of the words that I've spoken. God bless and keep you. Peace.